You went back to Sanctuary Hills to repair your power armor. And you repaired Kate's power armor too. You stored all your junk. You fast traveled over to Spectacle Island to check out that three-story awesome castle that you built a couple months ago before the DLC came out. You went to that little camper-looking thing in the middle of the island. You saw a trapdoor in the bottom. You decided to go down there because you're looking for that special laser gun that you haven't been able to find. And you ended up in the sausage hut. One more time for the kids. The sausage hut. We rock on. We sail on through the seas of cheese. And we keep it stupid simple. I'm Johnny Kilbasa. I'm the guy from the Mark Aram show. He's the guy on the radio making the big bucks. I'm the guy sitting in your mama's living room in a robe with a microphone in my hand, laying it down just for you. Thanks for following that XML feed through whatever filter you found it on. Thanks for checking out my website, johnnykilbasa.com. And thank you for that t-shirt that you're about to buy. Happy birthday, America. Happy Euro Tournament America. Happy MLS soccer season. Happy Australian Rules football season. Happy baseball season. Happy Bastille Day, France. Happy driving us into the ground any way you can, man. And just because I keep it simple, stupid, or keep it stupid, simple... Doesn't mean I know what's going on. Don't know what's going on. Jesus. Maybe I don't know what's going on in the world. Never mind. I was going to try to be serious for a second and say, yeah, dude, I know what's up. It's all. Don't think. (laughs) In other words, don't mistake me for a conjurer of cheap tricks. I'm really getting off the gray, big daddy. That's what I'm trying to say. Here in the Sausage Hut where we have widescreen television. We have tiki torches. We have a dorm fridge in the corner powered by an 85-year-old German woman with handfuls of schnitzel riding an exercise bike to power this place and keep our carbon footprint low and our sulfur footprint high because that's what we like to do. And what do you like to do? You like to listen to podcasts in various forms at various places because I often wonder what you're doing when you're listening to this podcast. Are you driving in your car? Hating people? Are you sitting at your desk hating people? Are you on the exercise bike hating people? Are you on the elliptical machine hating people? You're not in your Zumba class hating people because you probably couldn't wear headphones because you have to listen to that girl tell you to do 400,000 things. Luckily, where I work out, there's a Zumba class through the through the uh, glass. And uh, it's pretty funny because... The Zoom instructor, instructor, she's awesome, and and I don't know how in the hell these these people are supposed to keep up with her because she's doing something different every thirty seconds, not every thirty seconds, every ten seconds, and and I swear she never does the same thing twice. 
Like, how are these people? And then I, there's like some old ladies in the crowd. Don't get me wrong. If I went in there, I couldn't do it myself. Although I, I actually thought about going in there. I was like, eh, I'll just do the stair stepper because that's what fat guys should do for cardio. I mean, you got to, you know, you run it. You should just hop in place, I guess. But she's doing all these things. I mean, she's punching this way, moving her hips that way. And I'm like, damn, girl. Is this Zumba class or is this main stage at the Pony? It's a little too much for these older ladies in the back, but they don't care. They're just happy to be there and they kind of follow along and left, right, left, right, pump it, pump it, pump it, pump it, left, right, left, right, pump it, pump it, pump it. And then she's facing this way and then she's doing this, then she's doing that. Like how many, why can't you just do one, why can't you just do one move for a little bit and let them catch on before we move on to the next move? She's like, eat my dust, Zumba class. But it's paying off. That's for sure. I'll tell you what's not paying off is that freaking John Bon Jovi commercial. That if you're watching the Euros or if you're watching any sports on TV, I mean, ugh. I don't even have direct TV. And it's on my it's on my TV every every stinking commercial break. I don't know how much money and how much money they put into that, and now they've got a different one, and I I can't get to my remote control fast enough to turn the channel. I mean, I hate commercials anyway. I know that's how you make money, f you. But I've been I've literally been hating John Bon Jovi since 1987. 1987, living on a prayer ruined jean jackets i loved my jean jacket until john bon jovi Ugh. i never thought when when that whole 80s when that whole 80s thing came to a awful crescendo and all the hair bands that were had they had a good run and then they all cheesed out and just everybody needed a power ballad and that was just the end of it it was you know it was a year or two later I think when Nirvana came along. And Nirvana sucked too. I don't care what you say. Kurt Cobain was a lucky junkie and he wasn't a good guitar player. So there. <laughs> I don't care what you think of Kurt Cobain. He couldn't. He's not a zit on the ass of Kurt Hammett. <laughs> but it was, it was all downhill. I mean, it was pretty much all downhill from there. It was pretty much all downhill. I mean, it was going downhill anyway, but John, and I never thought back then, I mean, I was a younger man, but I never thought that that, that Bon Jovi would, you know, be the one band from that awful period of big hair crap that, um, that would still be around all these years later. Was it 25, 30 years from 30 years later, Bon Jovi's doing, doing a commercial with that stupid song. I mean, all their songs are stupid. I don't care what you say. And he there, then he can go to New Jersey and play stadiums whenever he wants to. Oh, Thanks for reminding me that I hate you, John Bon Jovi. It's nothing personal. Although, yeah, it is. But he doesn't care. 
Oh, John Bon Jovi. He's got to be pushing 60 by now. I didn't come here to talk about John Bon Jovi, although I don't really know what I came here to talk about, other than that the Euro to soccer tournament's pretty awesome, and I think I've told you before that I'm rather... I'm somewhat new to the game, but I've gotten to the point where I enjoy watching it, which was kind of tough to get to because what do you, you know, you argue that, oh, there's no scoring. Yeah, you're, well, the scores are low, that's for sure. But if you break down football, the scores are pretty, you know, they don't really score that much either. The, if you took the percentage of plays that people actually score on compared to the total number of plays, it's a pretty small percentage. It really is. Nothing against football. When fall comes, I'm going to watch it. That's for sure. But then, you know, when the fall, I, I mean, soccer is all year. These guys do this, you, you know, you get you get the cool tournaments every other year, essentially. The cool international tournaments every other year in the summertime. And then they start, I mean, they go 39 weeks. It's like a school year with these guys. It's nine months. And then they've got the European tournaments in the middle of that stuff where they all play each other. I know, and then you got the MLS, which I'm, I'm, I haven't really watched any, but it's coming along, and people are liking. It. I, I mean, I'm glad people like it. I'm glad it's successful. I hope the women's, I hope the women's league is, you know, successful enough to keep itself in business. I mean, there's one woman for every man. I don't, you know, and every every young girl in this country is playing soccer when they're a kid. You'd think that, I mean, in the, our English, English, our American women's national team, I mean, they're all rock stars. And that's what a lot of girls are aspiring to. So you'd think that they'd be able to, to make enough money to succeed. And I hope they do. I mean, because they're running football into the ground with all these stupid rules. Oh, concussions are a problem. Oh, you're just figuring that out. Yeah. Just figuring that one out. Oh, these guys are uh, can't walk when they're old. Oh, you're just figuring that out. Well, yeah. You know, there's a great way to not have uh, a bad knee from football and it's to not play football. And more overbearing moms are not going to let their kids play football. And, well, I guess it'll still be football. But I don't know. Really, it's. I think the best thing about football is the bloodlust, and that's what people want. Like, if you look at it, like, hey, we're not killing each other like we used to, gladiator style. We're just playing football and cracking some skulls. Yeah, but these guys, when they're old, yep, Valar Margulis. That's what I say, Valar Margulis. Yeah, so I complained about John Bon Jovi and told you about soccer. Two things you don't want to hear, I guess. <laughs> And I think my approach to podcasting is not necessarily coming in. It's not necessarily what you, you know, presenting something that you want to say. Because I'm not talking about Game of Thrones. I mean, I, I am going to talk about Game of Thrones a little bit, but I'm not talking about something specific. I'm just talking. And instead of just saying, hey, this is, I'm talking about this right now, my approach is, hey, I am pouring as much stuff into my brain as I can so when I open the tap and pour it out it might be something you want to spend a few minutes listening to because you heard my dumb ass on the Mark Am show which is on as I speak and I'm going to go on in a little bit and make dumb jokes about cheeseburgers 
Actually, I think I'm going to talk. He's got me research. <laughs> He's got me researching frozen dinners, which are terrible, by the way. Um, but they're cheap. I didn't realize they were so cheap. And they look. They're they're marketed like cereal is the kids. You know, you got the the awesome pictures on the front of the box, and they love seeing them. And then you open the box, and it's just a bag of toasted wheat and a pla- You know, and that's it. Well, these you know these frozen dinners have these awesome pictures on the front of it, and the the meals are at least twice the size as what you open up, and you get it home, and you open up that box, and it's just this tray full of awful. I mean, it's not all awful because it's all, and and it is so bad for you. I mean, I I review fast food, and that's all bad for you too. And I really am the voice of gluttony for the most part. But you know, you gotta in, in real life if you wanna try to make it past forty. You know, you should probably look at your in salt intake and try to keep your saturated fat as low as you can because I know you're going to go drink beer. I know you're going to eat chicken wings. I know you're going to eat pizza. I know I'm going to. And I know I'm going to eat french fries. But you got to balance that out every once in a while with the carrot and some water and some cardio. It's a simple solution. But if you refuse to cook because you're an idiot or if you just don't want to cook... Or if you like taking these things to work and just microwaving them and thereby irritating everybody else in your office with the smell of um, teriyaki tabbouleh, I mean, what are you doing? That's almost as bad as, well, it's not as bad as fish. Fish should not be allowed in work environments. I mean, who in the hell takes fish into reheat? I mean, I, you know, I've you know, sitting, I've been sitting in, I've been in an office before where that, that waft just comes over of the, the microwaved fish smell. And it's, I would, it makes me want to just smell burnt popcorn all day, as opposed to the fit, the reheated fish. I mean, it's like if I worked out for an hour and a half and then, you know, threw my legs up over my, <laughs> you know, tried to pin my ankles behind. Never mind. Get in the shower. Get in the shower. That's what I'm talking about. Getting in the shower. What else should I talk about? My boy, Lancel Lannister. Oh, Lancel. Oh, Lancel. And keeping my streak alive of mishitting... The media computer every time I try to do it. This is Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbossa. <laughs> and now on the mark. With who? Johnny Kilbossa. With who, Lancel? Johnny Kilbossa. With who? With Johnny Kilbossa. This is Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbossa. You're goddamn right. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbossa. Garam Show. It's time for the Game of Thrones Minute. And now on the Johnny Kilbasa Podcast. It's time for the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbasa. Thanks, Bruce Martin. This here's Johnny Kilbasa coming at you one more time with the grand finale of the Game of Thrones Minute. Everybody loved the way Season 6 ended up. All kinds of things happened. They won an extra 15 minutes if you were uh, keeping score at home. 
I like to condense everything down as far as I can and run it past you as fast as I can because I got things to do and you got things to do. Some people spend two hours talking about an episode. I'd spend one minute. Although, this time, there's so much that happened, I think I'm going to have to do it in two minutes. So this is sad to send a goodbye for another 42 weeks. But it is a great show. It's like watching a movie every week. We're going to do it one more time for the kids. The kids in Flea Bottom. Kids in Winterfell. For Hot Pie. All the kids in the Riverlands. All the kids in Marine. This one's for you. Episode 10 wins a winner in King's Landing. Strap on your finery. It's time to die. The seven septums walk in like the NWO. Seven septums for life on the undercard. It's Loris versus everybody. Loris wilts like the rose he is. Depravity, dishonesty, profligacy, and arrogance. Time for a new forehead. In the red keep, Tom gets grounded by the mountain. And Kybird's candy corn of the Grand Maester meets the kid. See a Grand Maester. Lance Oldham takes the wrong term and takes a knife in the kidney. Wait, those barrels were all wildfire. Marjorie smells a rat, but the face is too strong to let her leave. Then kaboom. See a Septa Baylor. See a High Sparrow. See a Mace Tyrell. See a Marjorie Tyrell. See a Loris Tyrell. See a Kevin Lannister. See a Lance Lannister. See a faith militant. Checkmate. Cersei wins. Cheers. Now it's time to get medieval on Septuunella. Time to ride Space Mountain Septa. Woo! Shame. He's your god now. Tommen takes off his crown and takes the nest tea plunge. See you, Tommen. Meanwhile, the twins, Walder Frey and Jamie, have a drink. Meanwhile, back at King's Landing, Cersei says burn him and bury his ashes where the steps stood. She's cold as ice but full of fire. Meanwhile, in Old Town, Sam McGilly hit the admissions office and the library. Meanwhile, in Winterfell, Jans- John sat way down there. Davos tosses his whittling at the Red Lady and demands a confession. Buzzkill. I think I'll stop right there and let it start all over again Shame. because there's just Shame. so much to do we gotta Shame. we gotta we gotta do it again here comes part two Shame. the red lady plays the knight's king card and gets a one-way ticket south john and sansa need to trust each other a white raven came from the citadel winners here it's father promise meanwhile in dorn later Lena takes the sand stakes what time it is survival is not what i'm after survival's a ring ding ding it's varus fire and blood marine while marine dario and harris is installed as mayor and slaver's bay is now the bay of dragons Tyrion's terrible at consoling and khaleesi felt nothing then pins Tyrion. hand to the queen sniffle meanwhile back at the twins walder has a slice of walder pie and compliments to the chef the chef's aria see you walder flay meanwhile outside winterfell sansa complains by the weirwood tree little finger wants the iron throne with sansa by his side meanwhile north of the wall uncle benjamin can't go south and he wishes them good fortune then brand jacks in meanwhile in flashback at the tower of joy ned sees a sister who whispers that r plus l equals j meanwhile in winter fell the northern nurse gravel king of the north meanwhile in king's landing cersei's queen cue the reigns of casimir remix meanwhile on the narrow sea here comes khaleesi and Tyrion and virus and Masana and grey worm and theon and yar and the unsullied and the dothraki and drogon and rhaegar and Viserion and fire and blood see you season six see you next year shame 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 wow that was kind of rough it was kind of bumpy but it was twice as long what can you expect for the season finale all kinds of things happened i'll post the uh transcript to that so we can do it all over again and then maybe if i'm still doing a podcast in 42 weeks which would be crazy if i am but i mean you never know um, I will, I wonder if I'll just read, I'm going to redo them all just to get your back, get back in the, cause I rewatch everything after, afterwards or beforehand. 
I re I go back and rewatch at least I, I usually do two seasons. I don't know. I'll probably I'll probably yeah I'll probably do two seasons. No, because you know what season five was just a slog. It was hard to get through. But season six I really liked. By and large, it just went so fast. So what else do I got? I'm already at the twenty minute mark. But you know what? El Chapo stopped by this week. Wonder what he has to say. Survey says Johnny Cabasas is for ten thousand dollars. Survey says, "Ding, Johnny Cabasas!" That's what looks like. Hello, guys. Hey, what's my Skywalk has not yet, but the force is strong on this. We started a. We started a mission. Yes. And you've made some progress on that mission, right? I have. <laughs> <laughs> we swore, we pinky swore that we would find the people responsible for making Monster Mash. And on this new video crack game. It's got a phone number here. Well, what news from the Riddimark? I haven't speak I haven't, quickly. I haven't dialed it yet. Speak quickly. <laughs> make them speak quickly. Make them answer their phone quickly. I haven't dialed it yet. I'm hope. Well, I, I'm. You want to keep hope alive? What business does a dwarf, a man, and a Canadian have in the Riddimark? <laughs> We come here looking for programmers and something to watch on TV on a Sunday night when nobody has to work. Happy 4th of July, everybody. Even though you probably won't hear this before the 4th of July. But maybe you can. Outside the uh, sausage hut, sounds like leftist rebels are trying to take the capital. Cut to go to commercial. I love a brigade. Brigade. I was watching soccer today. It was France versus Iceland. And Iceland was um, the fairy tale story of fairy tale stories. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Do you hear crackling in your ear or is it just my headphones? Oh, I totally got the crackle. Snap crackle I think button. that's your I think that's the cord for your microphone, which is let me, let me irritating. I mean it's not your fault. That's exactly what a, it is. Well, you know, you you, you kinda went overboard. When you when you buzz, <laughs> it's okay. I'm just gonna adjust this one more time. Between that crackling and you pounding your beer down every time you drink it, that's it's El Chapo. That's, that's what, no doubt about we it. We should have the uh, background bar noise going on right now, and that wouldn't sound so out of place. That might be a good thing to just do for all my cameo appearances. Oh, okay. If we're gonna be, I got another cool thing on my phone here. If you can guess what this is, that I'll pe- give you a million dollars. That pizza app was pretty amazing.
You know what that was? No. <laughs> what is that? It the plug in uh, the plug in my sink, you know the rubber stopper that you put in your sink. <laughs> it the top of it part the the top <laughs> part came off, so it was just the rubber stopper part with a little hole in it, with the the sink draining through it and it was just whistling at the end. <laughs> Recorded on your phone. Yeah. And uh what's this? Ah, that that is the uh Citrus orange juice being made fresh for the brunch. That's what that is. Oh, it happens that fast. Yeah, so rhythm between mine and machine. Yeah. That's some serious orange that's juice. That's, 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 that's like almost an orange slice of orange half a second. You got it down pat, man. I mean, it's about 100%. It sounds like a machine. I mean, it is, but I don't know. No one can just. Get that timing down. Jesus. We're talking about listening to ourselves talking about this. <laughs> That's a triple. This is amazing. <laughs> That was some serious juice. That's some great, that's some great uh, audio documentation. It's El Chapo on the job. Friday night. Juicing a million uh, oranges at once. If I have time, I'll try to do it on Friday afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Single-handedly. Actually, I use two hands on that job, which you just have to. But, yeah, that's... Man, how many gallons? That's a lot of gallons. I, I think I did a, the math. Um, I think in a year I, I could fill up an uh, Olympic-sized swimming pool. <laughs> You've juiced that much? Yeah, and 350 cars in poundage for potatoes a year. I think that's... Oh, like hey, a, let's go into the bar. Like a, Oh, sweet. I didn't know they were open. Cool. I think I'm going to play a little video crack, too, while we're here. It's gorgeous. What a great day. Maybe tomorrow we could call because this this com- the company who did Monster Mash, right, who I think is responsible for that, unless they went third party on it. Uh, I don't think about it. Just, no, I just listen, want, tomorrow's I just, I just not want... a holiday in Canada, and these guys are Canadian, yeah, so we could call them tomorrow, and they'll probably be in the office. Yeah, I mean, it's not... Fourth of July, Canada. I'm gonna call them and I'm gonna ask for who's responsible for the, this game, and say, you know, we want to give an in-depth interview with everybody responsible for a, a very important podcast. <laughs> Special broadcast. Yes. So you have to get now. You you haven't done anything that I've asked you to do yet, as far as this stuff goes. What, what, what so I'm going to ask you to do something else that you're not going to do. All right, what, what? 
come up with your list of questions for these people. All right. Yeah, because we want answers. Yeah. We want answers. And you can't have answers without questions. <laughs> so first come the questions, and then come the answers. Yeah. And they... What, you know, the only thing is, they're going to have... They, they, I hope they have some answers. I hope they weren't like, uh, you know what, I don't remember that day that we came out with that game, and what what what, what box did you find in our... I, I think I was... Just finishing up my internship and stuff. I don't. Yeah, I don't want something like that. I want like, oh, well, we all kind of had a little council meeting. We're like, look, we've got a lot of other games out there. Why don't we develop something? Where there's like monsters in it. It's not a first-person shooter. Blah blah blah. You know, like they do remember they they were. It wasn't just a you know another brick in the wall for them. I wanted to be like. Oh my gosh, we so love that you guys love this game. Yeah. And then... They're going to be like, oh, we really thought, you know, we really thought that this game was special. Or it was, or it's, there's probably a name for whatever you call that target practice concept where you don't hit the good guys and you got to hit the bad guys. Oh, the the police academy training. Yeah, there's probably some general name for it, and they'll probably just be like, yeah, well, we just needed one of these, and that's what I came up with. Oh, right. right. You know? Like, but no, tell us about... Tell us about... the monsters and the mashers. What's the backstory with those pesky kid Ghostbusters? And, you know, how important are those uh, doubling up situations? I feel like it's fairly important. I know you feel very strongly about it. Well, or it's just uh, that the streak is everything. And that's the only way you can truly get a high score is if you never miss. Never miss and never kill a hunter. Right. I mean, you, you the, the not killing a Ghostbusters, like, that's it's easy to figure out, I think. It's easy to figure out, and you realize how massively important that is. Where you may miss a few shots here and there, but if, as soon as you hit a hunter, if if you've brought your game to such a level, you're you're just just quit. Just say quit the game because now it's over. You you you're not going to get on the board. You're not going to hit the highest score that you want. It gets decided that that. I can't think of the word heavily, but it's like there's no point in playing. You can stop. Whatever lever on, you can stop. But as long as you don't hit a hunter, don't miss too many monsters, and you do have to you have to keep playing. You can't hit a hunter. Oh Napaluma boop boop. I don't want to kill a hunter. I'm just here to kill the monsters. That's okay with me. I found this web-based training thing for in, for ethics. It's in English, but it was made by like I think a Swiss company. And you know they in each chapter they I, they give like a scenario of how you should act it's hilarious listen to this eileen i noticed you haven't been eating lunch in the cafeteria lately are you working on a big project or something 
No, I just don't feel comfortable there. No one seems to want me around anymore. But why? Everyone here is so nice. I think it's because I made a report about Kevin. He kept asking me out to the point that it made me uncomfortable. I said something to our manager and he must have said something to Kevin because this has been happening ever since. Well, I didn't hear anything about it. Well, Kevin has been here a long time and um, everyone likes him. Tell me about it. No one will work with me on projects anymore or help me with coding. I think my career here is finished. I wouldn't worry about it. This will all pass in time and people will move on to the next thing. Things will be different in a few months. That was serious. That was like not... What? Wait, wait, wait. What is that from? It's from an, an ethics training thing. <laughs> Made with really thick accents. No kidding. Yeah, there's like a what is that? Like an English woman and a Southeast Asian chick. Or I, I don't know, but it's it was I think it was a Swiss company that did it. Oh wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Eileen, I noticed you haven't been eating lunch in the cafeteria lately. Are you working on a big Laitry? project or something? Lately, no, I just don't feel comfortable there. No one seems to want me around anymore. But why? Everyone here is so nice. Why? I think it's because I made a report about Kevin. He kept asking me out to the point that it made me uncomfortable. I said something to our manager, and he must have said something to Kevin because this has been happening ever since. Well, I didn't I'm guessing about she's it. from well, Liverpool. Kevin has maybe. been here a long time, and um, everyone likes him. I think it's Tell just me from... about it. No one will work with me on projects anymore or help me with coding. I think my career Because you wouldn't finished. go out with Kevin? I wouldn't worry about yeah, it. This I mean, will all just one time, time you could save your career. Things just, will just, be different the in new a few ones, months. He just wants to take out once and then he's done. Things will be different in a few months. A full month. All passing time and people will move on to the next thing. Things will be different in a few months. <laughs> but this will all passing time and people will move on to the next thing. Things will be different in a few months. <laughs> <laughs> Things will be different in a few months. That's... That would be an alien's like stereotype Earth accent if he was gonna do one. Uh, they all sound like this, dude. Dot the dog, dot So there you have it. All kinds of funness packed into one quick half hour. We are going to get a hold of the people who made monster mash and we will put them on this podcast if it's the last thing i do if it's the second to last thing i do you never know hey check me out on twitter check me out on my website johnnycobasa.com if you haven't seen that yet go buy a c maltum cholesterolum ergo crapulatum t-shirt it means if the cholesterol is high baby so am i shoot me an email if you need to Shoot me a Twitter if you need to. Just keep checking out the Mark Aram show late at night on some big radio station and check me out. Check me out. Leaving your mama's back door. <laughs>